Warning, this podcast includes discussion of severe mental health disorders. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Psychosis Is. I am your host, Aaron Wall. Each week we will dive into a story of psychosis and discuss their tales of struggle and recovery, as well as my own. years ago, I experienced a major psychotic break and have since made a full recovery. I hope this podcast brings awareness that recovery is always possible, even when you have lost all hope. This podcast does not include editing, so what you hear is what you get. Let's welcome our guest, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Hi everyone. Hey. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so excited to hear your story. So I guess let's just dive right on in. Uh, I know we talked a little bit prior, but what a, what event caused your uh, psychotic break? Do you remember? Yeah, so I think um, I'm, I don't exactly know what was it, but I think it was basically it has started all in 2021 um, following with the COVID um, crisis I never ever in my past had an issue with mental health very happy person you know no problems whatsoever I've got family two kids my husband very settled so um really normal London life uh and then the COVID hit and that's when it hit me I couldn't handle the situation. I dived in into conspiracies because I just, uh, I my work stopped for a bit and I love my work. Um, you know, I just couldn't handle that. I, I, I'm a model. Oh. Uh, yeah. Basically modeling clothing, fashion, skincare. So I do that. I do commercials. I do, uh, print um advertising so i do that so even my work when you if you're not in um in the industry i'm in my work actually can be quite stressful because you never know when you're working it's a freelance exactly. work so so that is kind of like head f yeah. as well <laughs> and it makes so. it definitely makes sense that covid would affect that because you're around a lot of people when you model yeah yeah. So, uh, so that kind of stopped for a bit and I just fell into like, what's going on? What's happening? You know, what is happening with the world? And I started diving in into conspiracies, like mm -hmm. literally every rabbit hole you can get into. And I had few friends who were, who died with me and we would talk about it. We would go deep and deep and it was a government conspiracy. It was child trafficking conspiracy. It was, oh um, yeah, it was, um, child abuse and it went so deep and dark that I just find myself not doing anything else and just watching these and um and and then I went into spirituality very deeply I I can't say that I have been spiritual as such I, I mean I always been um all obviously believe in God um I know Jesus Christ, the Savior. Uh, we go to church uh, on Sundays, but um, I never really um, practice it in on that another level of 
finding out what is really behind um, um, the religion and where is really where do we really come from, and that that mm -hmm. started to be really interesting for me. I started to dive into where do we come from? Uh, is it religion as it is? Is is it true? Is is there something else to it? Um, and I I started to discover different avenues of spirituality, and I started to do like a courses, spiritual courses, and one of the course um, um, was which I think was a catalyst of what actually then happened to me after that was it was a course with using a pendulum. And you had we had like a sheets of um, en uh, energies, like how to clear negative energies, how to keep your positive energies, and it, it's I don't want to go too deep into it, but it was it was literally like a I don't want to call it a witchcraft because I don't want to believe <laughs> in these things, yeah. but suddenly I had this one one of the sheets, and um, there was an alphabet on the sheet. Like and a Ouija then, board, yeah, sort of. Mm -hmm. And I would I have my pendulum, and I the pen and the pendulum would start communicating with me over these letters. That's so was, weird. That which was really weird. And I, you see, I don't know who was it. What was it? Was it my brain? Ah, oh, I don't know. But suddenly, it started to talk to me, and it said, um, "It's my grandfather." And I was like, oh my God. And then, and I just like, uh, I was just like uh, caught up to it. And I was like, because my grandfather is, you know, passed away. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm talking to my grandfather. And I just kept on like communicating. I just, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even question it that it's, that it could be scary. I didn't question it whatsoever. I just went for it. And suddenly it would Did say. Did your grandfather die? My grandfather died ages ago. It's it's. I was a young girl, uh, but obviously I still remember him in a way. So um, and yeah. So what happened is that the pendulum through the letters has told me we are going into your head, and then I was like, okay. So I'm gonna be able to talk to my grandfather. That's what I thought, and then suddenly my body would start shaking and my head would start like wobbling from side to side. It's like so something something coming inside, like literally like and my my hands Did you would feel start, like you're being possessed a little bit? Well it felt like it. it felt like yeah, it. Yeah, crazy. yeah and my, my hands would start typing on a like I'm on a computer, but there was no computer in front of me. And it's then so suddenly, I suddenly, it's like a whoosh, and I was like that for a bit, and I would just hear, just in my head, I would hear voice, it's going to be almost done, it's almost done, it's almost done, just bear with me, just bear with me, just bear with me. And then suddenly it stopped, I stopped, my body stopped doing all these weird movements, and I started to hear the voices in my head, like full on, full on conversation. When did you say this happened? How long after COVID or how long? It was during, during COVID. COVID. It was during, during COVID. COVID. Like it was 2021, mm, mm -hmm. April. And I think it was, COVID was, I think, 2020 going to 2021. 21 actually, 
it was almost dying slowly but i was so full on of these conspiracies so full on of this like doing this spirituality and so deep dived inside all of this that um i i just was i was just in my own little world doing doing what i was doing and i just kind of lost it and i i remember my husband telling me you don't do anything else they're playing with your stupid pendulum you know you have to stop you not, you know you're not with us anymore you know you have to stop you stop doing these things just live you know like ground yourself do your normal life live your normal life stop doing this you know stop talking about we had so many arguments about you know like i kept on telling me on oh, COVID is you know you know it's not real and it's just all some government is playing on us and you know i didn't believe any of that i was just so against it i just like couldn't stop talking about it and yeah and this pendulum thing so as soon as this happened i would start hearing voices i wouldn't tell anyone i wouldn't even tell my husband i would just listen to those conversations i had conversation in my head like with my grandfather well what would the voices say well at the beginning uh, at the beginning it would be um oh my god you're going to do so well in your life you're going to help people you're going to like hear other people's uh, relatives who passed away and you're going to connect them with them and i was so happy i couldn't have this skill i was Thoughts really believing in this, you know, like I'm gonna help people. I'm literally gonna mm -hmm. be helping people, their descendant uh, relatives. And I was just like, so in, you know, like, wow, you know, I'm gonna be so powerful and I'm gonna have these, you know, abilities. And, and then, and it, then it, I remember that these voices told me, you need to get out of the house, you need to go to the park, lie down on the grass and look into the sky that's how you can connect with us and that's i so did weird. that and i did that i would go in a park i would lie on the grass and i would start looking into the sky looking for the connection or whatever like they kept on telling me when you lie on the ground you connecting to mother earth and mother earth feeling you and you know you you connecting to us in the heaven like the you know the galactic federation you know all these you know because my grandfather was telling me that he's a he's a leader at galactic federation which is like this you know like um spiritual when you say your grandfather did you hear these voices in his voice then no in because i don't remember his voice I oh, was okay. young. yeah so my brain didn't recall his voice mm, okay but the thing is that um I, okay, so I was hearing these voices, I wouldn't tell anyone, but then it would go, my my, my brain would be like, um, like really replaying my... Um, like racing thoughts? Yeah, racing for subconscious mind, it was telling me like my, like my, um, like in the past when, when I had something like, with somebody told me, like my dad told me, oh, you know like things which i didn't like and it it would replay in my mind those voices and then i would and then i would just like oh my god yeah you know like trying to grasp it or like i 
I don't want to go into complete details, but I uh, just want to, I, I would have this special energy on me. I would like start speaking Czech because I'm from, I'm from Czech Republic and I always was, my kids are um, half British and half Czech, but they don't really speak my language that much. And I always kind of regret in it that I wouldn't, I, I, I didn't teach them enough you know, for them to speak more Czech. They do speak a little bit, but not fluently as I would do. And I always regret in it. And then those regrets would come into my mind and I suddenly start speaking Czech. Like the Czech would just come out. Like I wouldn't speak no English. I would just speak Czech, 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 Czech. And then my, my kids said, mommy, well, are you okay? You know, like you keep on speaking Czech. And I, was, I would have so much energy and I would go shopping with them and I would just start buying stuff and like, and I was already in the psychosis. Like it, it sounds was, like you were manic. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like weird stuff like that. And then suddenly I was just, it was just, and then what happened also, I would play a music like Michael Jackson. I would play yeah. Michael Jackson. And then suddenly Michael Jackson would start talking to me in my head. And he said, oh, can you dance like me? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I can dance like you. Yeah. you know, like, and I start moving like Michael Jackson and I felt like he's inside me. I would do the same moves as he does because my brain remembers his moves because I would listen to him as a you know, young person and I would just do the same moves and it was just all crazy. And then I said to my husband, look, something is wrong after about three days of not telling anyone that I'm hearing these voices and I'm having these weird motions and uh, feelings. And so he, and he was like, he senses like, look, you know, like, I know you're not all right. You know, there's something happening. What is it? And that was it. Uh, as soon as I told him, I lie on the bed in our bedroom and I couldn't get up. I would just, my brain would completely crack and I, I would have some, I had uh, somebody start or something or my brain would just start talking through me. Everything would just come out. I would hear, I would hear voices of people who are close to me, um, but actually hearing them in their voices. So I thought they're talking to me because I had their voices, but because it's not like my grandfather where I, he, he said that he's talking to me, but it wasn't his voice. But this time, these people who I um, in touch regularly, I would hear their voices. It was their voices in my head, which was so weird. And I would just listen to it. I would just, you know, those voices were telling me, they giving me commands, uh, telling me to run away from my house. So I, in the middle of the night, I would run out from my house. Then I... There, there would be a cat on a street, black cat, and the voices would tell me, oh, you always wanted to have a cat. Why don't you grab this cat and come back into the house? So I would grab this random cat on the street in the middle of the oh night, and uh, that was neighbor's, neighbor's cat or something. And I would take that cat and start banging on my house door for my husband to let me in that I've got a new cat, which is going to live with us. And he was just like, oh, you know, like he wouldn't let me in. And then I had, I would, I would just sit down in front of the door, start crying. The cat would disappear, you know, run away from me. And I, he would let me in. And there was like, um, he would call um, ambulances in between. The ambulance came twice, you know, trying to find out what's going on. And the voices in my head kept on telling me then an actress 
and I have to act like an actress that I don't I, I cannot be, tell them that that's what it is I have to just keep on being all playing like I'm an actress I don't know why maybe because that's what I do and I have to yeah this kept on telling me you need to be on your best acting performance performance you know which is so I kept on doing it because that's what they that I thought I'm some kind of a video game I thought all these people those ambulance people who are coming in are actress um, actors and actresses as well and they just playing with me I couldn't believe that it's a reality at all yeah when I was in psychosis too I thought that I was I was just in a video game and like somebody yes. else playing the game and they were just telling me what they were controlling me that's what it yes. felt like yeah that's 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 exactly yeah. it's very similar it's very similar they, they would I before I, I was sectioned in the end on the street in front of my house but before that um the ambulance would take me to a local hospital and I would run out from the hospital and just start walking on the streets like my husband walking behind me with me I would jump into some stranger car because the voices tell me jump into the car and start driving luckily there were no keys and so I couldn't start the car and the man who owned the car he even mad like what is this crazy woman doing why is she in my car and you know I remember all that but I I just thought that I have to do that because that's 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 the what they were telling me and my husband trying to get me out from the car the man trying to get me out of the car no I would just there and I just oh and then in the end they get me out from the car and took me home but yeah that was before I was sectioned so eventually I was sectioned in front of my house I was locked what into the mean, ambulance car you mean sectioned well okay so section means that um I think um I kept on running out of my house in the middle of the night in my pajama and then they already knew they're watching me my husband would call ambulance and they you know they were around around watching me and as soon as I ran out for the another I don't know how many times um the ambulance was ready so they got me they literally physically got my arms my body and dragged me into the car into the ambulance oh, yeah so that's what happened and I thought I'm going for holiday that's what I thought I thought I'm going to airport yeah. I'm going holiday and I, I just, my husband was just in front of it and he was just like okay she's gonna get help now not you know she's being taken and I was like why are you why are you not coming with me like what's what's happening why are you not coming with me what why am where am I going I, I couldn't understand so they locked me in and it was still in the middle of COVID so I remember they were you know sitting there and I was talking to the ambulance people and I was like I'm holiday I was excited and and they would want to test me in my nose and I would never let anybody to test me to do the COVID test because I was so against it you remember I was saying like I didn't never had the test done and have I have no job and have nothing nothing like that so they they would put the stick with the testing thing the you know the test in so deep inside my nose I would just start shaking so they torn my um something in my nose I, I would start bleeding I would start bleeding from my nose and then I would start licking the blood because I thought it's a candy 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, and I just remembered those ambulance people. Oh my gosh, she's licking her own blood and, you know, saying, oh, this is nice. And I, I just like literally lost it. So they finally got me into the hospital, mental hospital, and they locked me in a room uh, downstairs and it was very traumatic. Um, I would just keep on shouting out. I would just shout and shout and they kept on checking on me and then locked me back in. And I thought that my life just finished. I, I just I didn't understand why I'm there. I, 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 my, the voices kept on telling me, your husband is coming to get you. He's taking you home. You cannot stay here. They're going to torture you. They're here to kill you. They're here to kill you. You know, you're just going to die. And I was so terrified. I was so, so scared. I I haven't eaten. I haven't drunk. I I would just like, I would just go around the walls and just banging on the walls and screaming and shouting like, shouting get me out my husband's coming my husband is coming to get me out and it was i don't know how long because i had no idea about the time i had no idea about the time i was locked in i don't know who knows for how long they run out run in a few times and the voices were telling do not look in anybody's eyes because if you look in anybody's eyes they're just gonna take you out they're just waiting for you to look at in their eyes and as soon as you do that, they'll take you away and they torture you and they kill you. And I was terrified of that. So I didn't do it. I was trying to escape. I was trying to escape. So they had to hold me in. And then in, in, in the end, they inject me to calm me down. Yeah. And there was lots of other things. So there was a time I, I would, to calm down, I would suddenly hear my, yeah, go on. Did you ever see things? I, it seems like you had a lot of voices, but did you ever see anything? Like I, I haven't had um, a visual hallucination. It was everything hearing. Okay. Um, so hearing, and I think it was like a delusion. Like um, it wasn't like I've seen weird things. It was more like a delusion. Like imagining things but not seeing actual seeing things it was really much just the hearing the voices that was really strong really strong yeah um yeah so yeah i mean just to keep it short um i was in a hospital for another week i was there for a week um after about second or third day i trying to I, I start gripping back into reality, um, still hearing voices, but I kind of start looking into doctor's eyes, nurse's eyes, um, other patients' no, eyes, and I'm trying to, uh, you know, feeling a bit like, okay, I'm in a hospital, I'm not well, I'm starting to realize it, and um, yeah, I need to I need to act like I'm normal so I can get out as soon as possible. That was my goal. Because I I I couldn't stay there. Like I think they want, you know, like when you get section, you get into bands, you get band two, band three. I think when you're in band two, you stay for like a week or two. Depends. So like different different levels. The levels, yeah, and once once your section are under band three, you're staying months, 
And I remember they wanted to um, section me under band three. That was my husband was telling me, but he persuaded them like, look, she never had a mental issues health. It's probably like a passing episode. Um, she will be fine. And he persuaded to put me under band too. So I actually couldn't, uh, could get out from the mental hospital within a week. And after the three days being in, um, still hearing voices, but realizing this has happened. I'm in hospital and uh, I need to get better. Um, yeah. Being on, they started me on medication. And yeah, after a week, I was uh, let's go home. But I wasn't well. I still wasn't well. I, I wasn't well for another year. I was on medication. Like, yeah. What did you do after you got out? Did you go take medication? Did you go to a therapist? Uh, yeah, so when I got out from the hospital, um, I was put on Olanzapin uh, at first. Um, so um, I'm not sure, I don't remember how many milligrams it was to start with, <laughs> but um, it was, I think, quite a good amount. Um, but what, what has happened that I put quite lots of weight on it and I was not happy. It just, I would blow up like a balloon from size eight to size 12. And uh, that was horrible. So I had to uh, negotiate with the doctors about a different medication, which then happened. And I managed to lose some weight, not all of it still, but um, I'm on, um, at this moment on medication called Luracidon, which I'm on the lowest dose. So um, that is, so it was 2021, April 2022. So it's been two years. It's been two years since this happened. I haven't had a psychotic episode since. I tried to stop the medication January this year completely. And I was without medication for about two months, but I didn't feel good. It's not like I, it was not episode coming. I didn't feel like something is coming, but I started to have quite of a high amount of anxiety and kind of like my body would shake. Did you have head fog? Uh, what do you mean by that? Like your head just feels weird and cloudy and foggy. Mm. I would say uh, more like I would have, it wasn't like I had voices because it wasn't in such a, but I would I would ask something, you know, when you ask something in your mind, yeah. you should not, you should not get a response. You should not get a response as a normal human being. Yeah. You just say something in your mind, you do a gratitude uh, to God or to universe or whatever. And then you should not have a response. I would have a response. Oh, right. that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I just decided uh, it wasn't like voices. I'm hearing voices, someone who communicating with me. It wasn't like that. But I would have these kind of glitches of, you know, like, mm, like this is not right. So and, and the anxiety and, you know, in here, you know, when you have in your chest, like that kind of like, ah, uh, you know, and lots of thoughts, lots of doubts. I, and I'm, I wasn't feeling good. So I went back on the... Like yeah, on the lowest dose of Luracidone again. And um, I've been okay since. Since I've been on the medication, it, um, 
I, I've been okay. I've been feeling okay. I mean, I think maybe I stopped too early. I still want to stop completely. I really do. But I'm gonna try to be on it for another year or six months at least, and see how it goes. I truly believe that I will never have anything like this again, um, because, as I said, I mean, I'm in my forties. I never had mental issues before. It was really stress, a uh, stressful time in the whole world went crazy yeah and on i took it a bit further than that and that's what happened i've got a real trauma from it still i must say i think about it every day i'm trying to understand it somehow um what it actually was like how to look at it and i i do have a I did have a therapy because I know you asked her about it. I did have a therapy. I saw a psychologist, a therapist, um, but I I saw it really early after, and I don't think it helped me that much. So I stopped. I kind of felt like they're not really helping me. I think it's it, it takes time to find the good person, and I don't think I found it in those people. And then, and I haven't seen anybody since i've got a, psych a psychiatrist which is doctors assigned to me i've got uh, something which in, in here in london call uh, organization called avenue house it's a nhs organization nhs is like a, a national health care here, here in uk and um so the avenue house is near me um where i live and they look after people with mental health um problems so they're looking after me and i've got a science psychiatrist who helped me who talked to me um once every couple of months we uh, speak about um how i feel uh if i feel good on the medication if the medication works with me how are we gonna continue and she suggests different uh, ways of treatment so yeah so as it is now i'm feeling good most of the time and i am hoping that soon i will be able to stop taking my medication and live a normal fulfilled life again yeah me too i hope because that's a goal of yours i hope you reach your goal thank you yeah well i was so happy to finally hear your story uh is there anything else you want to say or i have some some questions for you oh i mean yeah go, go on with the questions and see what you got yeah well, these are just some closing questions. So do you regret psychosis? And if you do, do you like, do you regret going into it? And if you do, what would you have done differently? So if I regret it and if I liked going into it, was that? Yeah. Do you, do you just, do you regret what happened? Like, um, yeah. Experiencing it. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, regret, um, I know people would say, no, I don't regret it, but I do regret it. <laughs> I, I'd rather not happen to me, honestly. I, yeah. I, I, I'd rather be a normal person and just You live. are normal. It's a oh, mental Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't put it. But no, I know way. what you yeah. mean. I, I know the other side. If I, yeah. if I could go without the psychosis and without taking medication, mm -hmm for it and without the trauma I had from it, I, I would I would choose that. I would choose that. 
Exactly. So, yeah. Well, then I really, really hope that you reach your goal soon of uh, not being on your medication anymore. Thank and um, so for someone else that's like struggling who might be listening, what piece of advice would you give them? Someone who's going through psychosis. Um, yeah, mental health in general. Yeah. Problems. Listen, because what I noticed is when I was in my psychosis, it was uh, that I didn't listen to people around because I was scared. And mm -hmm. I would say, listen to your people around you, your closest ones, because they want to help. Mm -hmm. Even though maybe, and it's really hard to say because you you feel like everybody is against you at that moment because that's what usually the voices say, you know, like everybody is there to kill you or do something really harmful to you. And but it's not true. They're trying to help. So listen to your close ones and, and seek, seek help professionally um, because um, it did help me, you know, lots of people like I am, you know, I'm, I'm part of these groups, um, even the one on Facebook um, when we met um, uh, for psychosis and schizophrenia and um, lots of people talk about medication uh, in a negative way and like it helped with maybe your voices to suppress them, but it doesn't help you um, with your another part of your body that you know usually the medication is for your issue with your head but it gives you a problem somewhere else which i in a way agree mm -hmm. but um if you start your treatment as soon as possible and do not deny that you're sick and start with the treatment who would say that in a in a year or two you you or three or four you won't stop taking those medications, you know, just, um, it's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be forever. Mm -hmm. In if, when you have a one of psychosis, I cannot speak for people who suffered over and over with this uh, for years, because this is another story. I had a one off and, um, this is my experience, but for my, um, experience, medication has helped me to be a you know sane person again so on my behalf i would say you know uh, the western medication did help me i feel better but um i know it might not be um great for your body in longer terms but i'm taking my time i want my head to be all right and i will see how I feel um, for upcoming months and hopefully, you know, things will be better and I will be able to get off the meds. Yeah, I can tell you really want to. So I really yeah. hope that. So I'm so excited and I'm so happy that you shared your story with me. And I just want to say that for whoever is listening, that just remember it's okay to not be okay and don't be afraid to reach out for help if you need it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Psychosis Is. If you liked this week's story, please give my show a follow, share with your friends or family, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. If you or anyone you know has a psychosis story to share, please reach out to me at psychosisinquiries at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Wow, wow.